I find myself thinking about addiction a lot and how it affects people's lives and how it's affected my life. And I often wonder if addiction is something that's a choice. Is it truly a disease? Because I think we have to be careful what how we categorize it when it comes to dealing with it in our personal lives, whether it be us or someone we're close to. So that's what I want to talk about a little bit today. This is the JJK podcast, episode four. It is March 11th. I'm a day late publishing this podcast. Kind of busy over the weekend. I'll actually talk about that next week. You can find this podcast on Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, iTunes, apparently. So, again, I would love some feedback through emails. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. That's I'll always post uh, the recording on Facebook so that it's easy to find. Uh, the email is jjkpodcast at gmail.com. So, I read a story about a woman named Alicia Chiquette. That's kind of a weird name. She she lives up in the Northeast, and she's an addict, and she's fought addiction for the better part of her life. It's kind of a sad story, the article that I read. It was actually written by her during a a short time period that she was sober. And after trying to find her and where is she now and things like that, apparently her life has gotten worse and she still struggles with addiction. But the story that she tells is about herself and it's titled How Opiates Became the Love of My Life. And basically, I'll kind of paraphrase the story, but basically she had someone close to her that died and she was feeling anxious. Uh, They were going to the wake. Uh, She was telling a friend of hers that she was feeling anxious. And this friend of hers gave her two little pills that she took and the pills made her feel Wonderful. They took away all of her anxiety and she just felt great. Then pretty much right after that, her entire life turned into how she could get more pills, how she could remove the anxiety from her life, how she could not deal with life, what she could do to medicate herself so that she did not have to deal with life on life's terms. So she ended up losing jobs and losing a child and losing everything that she had sobered up for about a year. And then she fell right back into the trap. It's really sad story. The point of that is that I struggle with 
whether addiction is a disease, whether it's a choice, whether it's a behavior. I hear people say that addiction is a disease, and I hear people in AA say that it's a disease, and NA, they say it's a disease. And I, I'm not saying that it's not a disease. I just feel like we need to be careful how we categorize addiction. When I hear someone say a disease, I hear that that's not something that they wanted, but they got it. For example, cancer. I actually uh, printed out the definitions of disease and the definition of addiction. So disease is defined as a disorder of structure or function in a human especially one that produces specific signs or symptoms or that affects a specific location and is not simply a direct result of physical injury. Addictions are defined as the fact or condition of being addicted to a particular substance, thing, or activity. So you, addiction is not always a bad thing, of course. Uh, I might be addicted to going to the gym or I might be addicted recently to hot yoga. Some people are, I used to be addicted to cigarettes. Some people are addicted to cigarettes. Some people are addicted to things that aren't so good for you, like alcohol and marijuana. And that's debatable whether it's bad for you or not. Drugs. So I struggle. My, my mother, of course, what I think I've mentioned that before that my mother was, an addict. And it seemed like her whole life was focused on not having to deal with life and where she was going to get her pills from and what doctor could give her more pills. And so it runs rampant. The opioid, I'm sorry, the opioid, uh, debacle, the opioid, I don't know what you want to call it. There's a, obviously there's a lot of people that are addicted to opioids and these, those, some people say are the hardest to get off of. I don't know why I'm assuming I'm presuming for the feeling that they give you. So if people if someone can't deal with life on life's terms, they turn to things that, for lack of better words, cloud their mind. They Or they take them out of that situation that they're in. For example, raising kids, dealing with your spouse, maybe you're not real happy with. And kids can be annoying and cleaning house and being mom or being dad or whatever the case is. Some people just have a hard time dealing with that. And so they choose to, some people choose to medicate themselves and that way they don't have to deal with life. They don't have to deal with life on life's terms, which is something that you hear a lot and, AA and NA is learning to deal with life on life's terms. So I wonder 
why people turn to addiction. Or maybe the better question is, why do people continue to go down that road of addiction? I, th- I think back when I was young and I used marijuana and then I started using cocaine and it's, I don't really feel like I was addicted to it. I didn't have to have any sort of treatment to stop doing it. It was a decision that I made. I, I either was going to lose my job or I was going to start going to counseling. And whether the counseling helped or not, I don't know. It probably did because I had someone I could talk to about the things that were going on in my life. And from what I can remember, I was pretty happy. You know, I, the reasons that I tried marijuana and continued to use it. The, the people I hung out with did it. It felt good, of course. So peer pressure, um, you know, you want to have a good time. You want to be, you know, part of your little group that you're in or whatever the case is. And so I, I, I think for me, some of it came down to peer pressure. I wasn't strong enough obviously. And, and again, that's, that's an excuse. You know, I, I'm, I'm not one to make excuses. I'm one for total accountability and responsibility. And maybe that's why I'm so focused on this whole, is it a addiction? Is it a disease? You know, a disease to me is a, a kid that's in the hospital who's got cancer. Um, someone who, you know, even a grown adult who's got cancer and someone I know who has had three bouts with cancer. He's currently fighting his third bout with cancer. That's what I call a disease. It's more of like a sickness or um, a defect, maybe might be another word. It kind of seems like all addiction starts with a choice. And so maybe it's both. Maybe it's you initially choose to do that and then you choose to keep doing it. And then before you know it, it becomes maybe a disease or is it a behavior? Maybe is it, it's more of a, of a behavior. And I think, or I know that the success rate for treatment centers is not good. I don't have the exact, I found all different types of guesses on what the success rate was from treatment centers, but they really don't know because they lose, there's so many people that go through treatment and they go off on their, you know, with their lives and then they don't check back in with them. And then the ones that go off and relapse and fall back into some sort of an addiction, they're not going to check back in with a facility. So I would just from what I researched, I'm guessing it's a pretty big range, but I'm guessing somewhere between five and 20% of people that go through treatment 
centers actually sober up and stay sober. So that means 80% or more, as that's my guess, 80% or more treatment centers don't work. So it makes me wonder if they're being treated the right way. I think a lot of people start young because life hasn't gone the way they wanted it to go. Mom didn't treat them the way that they wanted to be treated. Dad didn't treat them the way they wanted to be treated. They came from a broken home. They, Mom was an addict or dad was an addict or they both were addicts. Or dad hit mom or mom cheated on dad. Dad cheated on mom. There, dysfunction obviously can play a big part in someone starting to use, I think. And maybe the reason I can't remember back, maybe the reason I started using was because I wanted an escape. Maybe somewhere deep inside there was some sense of unhappiness within me and I wanted to escape that. I don't think happy people use drugs. Let me rephrase that. I don't think happy people start using drugs because they don't need something that's going to take them away from life because they're already happy. They don't need something. They don't need alcohol. They don't need drugs. They don't need pills to be happy because they're just happy. So why are those people happy and others are not? I don't know. Maybe that's why I started this podcast. Maybe, maybe I'm doing this for some sort of an answer and maybe I'll never find it. I don't know. I just know that the purpose of this, of today, is that I think we need to be careful how we categorize addiction. Because when we call it a disease, it's almost like we're taking responsibility away from the person who's the addict. A phrase that really gets on my nerves is everything happens for a reason. I don't, I don't believe that. I don't think that I don't, I don't think that there's any way you could convince a parent or parents whose child dies in a car wreck that everything happens for a reason. I don't think you could convince someone who goes out and murders someone else that everything happens for a reason. If you think about it, the only reason we're saying, the only people we're saying that to are the ones that are on the poor side of it. You don't ever say that to the murderer. Oh, it's, it's okay, buddy. Everything happens for a reason. We don't say that to the murderer. We don't even say that. We don't say that to addicts. Everything happens for a reason. That makes zero sense to me. And maybe that's the subject for another time. So be careful, love each other. If you got kids, you know, I'm, I've got a, I had a parent who was an addict. I've got a kid who was an addict. I know people who have been addicts and still are. 
So we're all surrounded by it. We've all crossed paths with someone who's an addict. And so all you can do is love them. That's it. And more than likely, you can't help them. You can't change them. Just love them and let them know that you're there for them. Okay. That is it for today. JJK podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you or find me on Facebook. The next episode is going to discuss a story of Levi Knott and electronics and my weekend that I had. So until then, hope everybody has a great week. Thanks for listening.